Hey, this is Leadership and Lattes. I'm Crystal Roberts, and I'm here virtually with my co-host, Danielle Lord. And this is our fourth podcast, and we're really happy to be with you today. Today, we're going to be talking about leadership versus management. What's the difference? Is one better than the other? Do we need both? And why does it even matter? Why do we care that there's a difference between leadership and management? And how does our tenant of everyone is a leader? How does that fit into this? So today is a really hot day outside it's in the 80s, which is high for the Pacific Northwest. So it might be an iced latte today, an iced mocha, or maybe an iced tea, but grab a cup and let's talk about leadership. So how are you today, Danielle? I am doing well, Crystal. Thanks. It is hot today. <laughs> and I don't like to be hot. So I'm, I'm having a definitely iced beverages today. <laughs> trying to keep cool. Sometimes I don't think the AC can keep up in our house, but that's just the way it is. So. <laughs> when I get up and move around, it's because I'm going to stand near an AC vent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Pacific Northwest, boy, we don't get used to the, get used to the heat. So... Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm glad that we're, we're together today, at least virtually, um, to talk about this really important topic. Um, and I thought we'd start off first by just what is leadership and what is management? When we, we just talk about those things, what comes to mind? And I thought I'd start it off with, with a quote from Peter Drucker, who says, management is doing things right and leadership is doing the right things. So when you think about, yeah. Uh, yeah, when you think about leadership and management, why do you think it even matters that we have this conversation? Well, for me personally, I think they are two very distinct uh, uh, bodies of work, if you will. One is um, sticking with Peter Drucker's um, timeless quote is doing the right thing, which is there are processes in place that we have to as managers, regardless of our title, whether we're a manager or a leader, there are processes in place that we need to be responsible for ensuring that they are carried out appropriately. One of the biggest, one of the biggest responsibilities that we have, regardless of our title, when you get into a management position is really about maintaining the fiscal responsibility and the fiscal health of the organization. And a lot of that fiscal stuff is tied up in the process, whether it's um, producing widgets, or it's ensuring your timekeeping is done correctly, or it's ensuring that people are adhering to a schedule. Those are processes that we need to be mindful of. And it's usually those processes that we want to make sure we are managing. So that's how I tend to think of what it is that we need to manage and doing the right things versus where we have opportunity to lead, which is, uh, I'm sorry, doing, uh, well, yeah, doing doing what needs to be done uh, stick again sticking with the Drucker quote versus what is it that we need to do how do we influence people to make sure that they're doing the right thing to make sure that they're following the process to um, in, empower them to look for different ways of doing things um, to empower them to bring their ideas forward when things change and we have opportunity to innovate and be creative and doing the right thing to ensure that they're being responsible stewards of their own time in sticking with those timekeeping processes. So really it's that it's that combination, it's 
kind of a marriage of both uh, managing the process and leading people through vision and excitement and influence to make sure that they're doing the right things when it comes to the process. So I think for me, that's always been kind of the easiest way to help new managers or new leaders really kind of understand and, and know that it's a kind of a continuum. And we kind of have to be constantly shifting on this continuum to be thinking about when do I need to step in and really kind of make sure I'm managing something, a process primarily, and when do I need to be leading and how do we bring those two things together? Yeah. Great, great points. Really focusing where the manager is is really about the things and the leadership is really more focused on the people. And of course, both have elements of each. Um, and also about, um, so if we think about formal leadership, as we go higher in the organization, it some of the the amount of time, the percentage of time that we actually spend doing leadership increases and management decreases so we would expect you know if you're a, <laughs> a good executive if you're really focusing on the right things you're focused more on that creating the vision creating mm -hmm. um, inspiring people um, and less on the day-to-day -day, uh, managing the processes yeah and i think that that is where people get kind of stuck. You know, they, they think, well, I've always, I've always been a manager. I've always done it this way. And it's been my job to make sure that these things happen. And then they move into a leadership role and they lose sight, right? That was their comfort zone, their comfort area. And so getting out and mixing in with the folks and getting to know them and talking with them, um, that can be kind of foreign and feel like, wow, am I doing something? Am I accomplishing what I need to be doing? And yes, when you get into those higher level roles, that's exactly what you need to be doing is connecting with folks at the heart. Yeah. That can be tough. Yeah, yeah. When you and I were um, just chatting in preparation for this, you were you made a mention of um, how there's so much focus on managing right now. There's uh, maybe too much focusing on managing and not as much on leading. Did you wanna talk about that? Yeah, I think that as um, we've we've gone into this new space of how do we do business with with everyone's gone virtual or uh, uh, many folks, not everyone, but um, a lot of our folks have gone virtual, um, and so I think there's this fear of if I can't see my people and I can't connect with them and look out from my space and see their heads bobbing up and down in their cubes, are they actually getting their work done? Um, and I think given that people are under so much stress and so much uncertainty at this point um, in where we're at with, with COVID and social unrest and everything else, that we need to focus so much more on the leading. And if we focus on the leading and making sure those connections are still in place, I think the rest will come. Um, now, again, it's not always that black and white, right? There are times when we need to be mindful of are the processes still being adhered to, if not what's going on. But just by simply having a conversation to say, hey, I noticed there's been a shift in the process. 
does do we need to, to refocus on something? Um, but just kind of coming at it again from that leadership approach um, to manage the process accordingly, rather than doing a hard left and saying, okay, I can't see anyone, and now I suddenly need to put on my manager hat and I need to be a manager and a manager only. I think that that is going to have a detrimental effect on uh, kind of the mental health of employees overall. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, I was looking at another one of these quotes that I pulled out um, today. And it kind of goes to what you're talking about. This one's from John Maxwell. So I, I kind of looked at a lot of these leadership gurus and said, what do they say about this? Um, a manager says go. So I'm thinking about um, what you were just talking about there um, as trying to, you know, sort of grabbing onto that more control, control, feeling the need to do that. Um, and a, a leader says, let's go. <laughs> so it's come with me, come yeah. with me on this journey. And how important that is right now with uh, people feeling so isolated. So it, it's yeah. not about telling people what to do, but saying, come with me on this journey through these really challenging times. I'm with you. And I'm together you. we're going to make this, uh, make it through. Yeah. And I will be here. Uh, and it, you, it kind of the goose analogy comes to mind, right? With the lead goose. And when the lead goose gets tired, the goes to the back yeah. and it kind of steps up. It, that's what it makes me think of is, yeah, we're all in this together and let's go. And that let's go really has that kind of, um, uh, let's all link arms and, and walk together and I'll be there to support you uh, in, in the moments when you can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That quote, that was a great distinction. Go and let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Tom Peters says management is about arranging and telling. Leadership is about nurturing and enhancing. That, that's mm. another, um, as we think about the Kuznets Poser that we talk about so much, um, that it, it is a, it's about the heart. It gets to that leadership element that's about um, uh, doing this with heart and, and authenticity. Yeah. And I think, you know, again, back to that balance, I, like I, I talk about leadership and management being on a continuum, right? It's we can still have some level of responsibility over a process, but it's in the approach of how we say either go and do the process and, and um, don't mess it up or let's go and through influence and inspiration and camaraderie, we'll do it together. Um, and will inspire you to do the process right rather than telling you to do the process right. Yeah. yeah. Made me think yeah. of that. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because we do. We have to keep the wheels on the bus at the end of the day. That's we do. Our main we do. Responsibility. Yeah. But it's just yeah. a matter of how you do it. Yep. Yeah. Um, and, and to that one, I have another one. I have another quote. Um, I thought all these leadership folks. Um, management is about persuading people to do things they do not want to do while <laughs> leadership is about inspiring people to do things they never thought they could and that's from steve jobs um i thought oh, that's kind of interesting you know really uh that takes a lot more creativity and a lot more thought about how to really connect with people in a way that they believe that they can do something that they might not have thought they could do before, that you believe in them as a leader, that they yeah. can do it and they can get through this tough time. 
um, and in you believing in them, they also believe in themselves. Pretty powerful stuff. Yeah, I, I when you were reading that quote from uh, Steve Jobs, it made me think about the investment of time that leaders give. And that's really that time to explore, okay, what's getting in the way of somebody not wanting to or, or seeming to be unwilling to follow along in a particular process or procedure um, versus rather than shrug, kind of shrugging and walking away and saying, you know, this is the way it is, just do it. And it's okay, I, I sense some trepidation, I sense some hesitation, what, let's sit down and talk about what's getting in the way because maybe there's a different way to approach it. Maybe they don't know how to do it. They weren't trained effectively, so many things. And it again, that investment of time and re through relationship of really trying to get to the heart of what's going on here. Let's see if we can work through this together. Let's go, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, let's go together. Yeah. Um, one other um one other uh person i've got a couple more of these quotes that I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna share throughout this conversation today but um just sort of they're popping up as we're talking um how relevant they are so um cheryl sandberg says leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making mm -hmm. sure that impact lasts in your absence so leadership is about making others better as a result of your presence and making sure that impact lasts in your absence, which I love that because yeah. it really, uh, while we will link arms with people and say, let's go together, it's also recognizing that you can't always be there. And I think the situation yeah. where we do have so many people who are working from home, we, as leaders, we can't be there all the time. We want to be there you know, when people need us for sure, but holy cow, now that they're working yeah. from home, there's so much, um, we are really relying on them to stay focused and to stay yeah. committed to the organization and to do the right thing. And so um, that's that really is leadership where your presence, their, your inspiration stays with people even though they're not in the building anymore and, and you're not walking around um, physically present um with with your folks yeah yeah that's a great a great analogy um, of why it, leadership particularly at this point in time is so important it's a great one yeah yeah so i think we got to that piece about is one better than the other i think it it's really not about being better it's that we need both but at yeah. different times yeah, yeah. And I think that's the biggest trick, right, is recognizing when do I need to be managing and when do I need to be leading? I think that's it's it's all in that nugget right there uh, of that recognition. And again, if you're a laissez-faire manager and you're isolating yourself in the office all the time, you're not going to be able to ever get to that point of recognition um, because you, you don't know your, your team members well enough. Yeah. You might know the you might know the process really really well, um, but then you're you're stuck in in just that managing phase, that managing place. Yep. Yep. Um. Just looking at and thinking about um, as we think about uh, examples of where we've seen um, this difference between managing versus leading and being able to call um, leaders being able to call on the right 
skills and capabilities for the moment. Um, I'll share a story and then I'll ask, I'll ask you about your stories because I know we have many. <laughs> um, so I was a few years back, I was um, uh, approached by a manager to help them implement a change. And they were trying to, they wanted to restructure their organization, which is oftentimes where people start when they have a problem. They think, oh, how can I move the boxes around? And that, that will solve my issue. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he'd done his homework. He'd actually, you know, reached out to other organizations and looked to see what they were doing. He came with his beautiful org chart and had done some work on job descriptions. And he was really looking for me to say, yep, you're ready to go. And, um, when we started talking about it, I just asked that simple question about, well, what are you trying to accomplish? What's your vision? Where, where, where's your sort of case for change? And, um, you know, that, that was, that was a, a simple question, but can be kind of, can be hard to answer, especially if that's not where you started. Huh. And, yeah. um, when it got right down to it, uh, he was actually trying to solve a problem of role clarity. So it was, mm. um, people were sort of stepping all over each other cause they were doing, you know, overlapping responsibilities and, um, people were getting upset about people, be, you know, in their sort of territory. And, um, and I also asked him, you know, how did you involve your folks in helping to solve the issue? And what he had just seen was all about process, all about the <laughs> tactics. And so the good news was we were able to sort of pull apart what the real issues were um, and really get him to think about and be able to articulate to his team, here's what I'm really looking for. I'm really looking for um, seamless service is what he was looking for. I really want our customers to not be able to tell when it gets, you know, moved from the product, you know, the work process works from one person to another, but that it actually, they just can say what they need and then they get what they need. And um, so what was really cool about that is he did actually go back to his team and express that. And part of what they ended up doing was doing a little bit of shifting around of the org structure, but there was a whole lot of other things that they did that were um, much more uh, useful, I think, in getting to the, the, what he was trying to get to. But he was able to articulate that compelling vision and people were excited about it because they knew that things weren't working well, they were unhappy. Yeah. And they appreciated the opportunity to um, be able to, um, you know, help solve uh, that issue and be engaged again and be happy again and excited about their work. So yeah. I think that was a really good example of where he started out really in this control kind of yeah. place <laughs> um, as a, you know, classic manager and yeah through conversation and coaching was able to get to being the leader that he really wanted to be and be able to bring his team along that, that path as well. Oh, that's such a cool story. And you know, you're so right. Most employees know when things aren't going well. 
Yeah. Right. They just don't know the steps that they need to take to get it kind of turned around. And, and quite often, many of them feel powerless to do so. Um, so, yeah. which is why, you know, we always say everyone leads and it's like, here's an opportunity to lead might be uncomfortable, might be unpleasant, but your opportunity to lead is to, to be able to put on that brave face and go to your manager or your leader and say, Hey, things are not working. Right. That's where, that's why uh, it's so important for leaders uh, to be able to take feedback and engage in those yeah. conversations. But oh, that's an awesome story. You're right. What a shift from wanting to manage the process, every element of it, to leading his leading his team through uh, finding solutions that are workable. Yep. Yeah, and it just took a little bit of time, you know, to really um, and to realize that uh, his team it wasn't uh, he wasn't losing his leadership ability. He wasn't showing that he was weak mm-hmm. by um, going to his team and saying, how, how can you help me solve this? Um, it was really showing that leadership, showing them, here's the vision. Here's what I really think we can do and how it's going to be so great and help me get there. And that's the going with me, come with me on this really cool journey and, um, really having a success come out of that. And so that, that was really cool. Yep. Story. How about you? Um, can you think of a story? Of- yeah. I, yeah, I can. Um, so this was several years ago, and, and this is more related to engagement, um, but several years ago when I was the um, ser- uh, service area director of organizational development um, over two hospitals and several clinics, and I've probably referenced this before, but we had one hospital in a very small rural community where it was the largest employer in um, in the city. And uh, you, you had um, housekeepers living next door to cardiac surgeons and um, you know, the, the mm. full gamut. But pretty much everyone in town worked at this one particular hospital. And they ran into each other in the grocery stores and they played on the same baseball teams together. And um, they all went out on a particular uh, Friday night and there was an open invitation from the CEO to um, join him at the local kind of watering hole for, you know, drinks, end of the week, kind of cocktails, beer, whatever. And and the CEO knew everybody, knew their names, knew their birth dates, knew their spouses, knew their kids, their pets. Like I said, he played on all of the sports teams as well. So Hmm. he was super, super engaged uh, CEO, as we would expect, right? Out there with your folks, working in the trenches, knew the work, knew the people. And he left and went to a different uh, hospital. And um, a, a lovely gal came in. Um, uh, she had been a chief nursing officer, and she came in as her first role as a CEO of a hospital. And she came from a really large inner city, California inner city hospitals with about a thousand beds, and uh, was just solely focused on the nursing. And she she came into the hospital and after about a year when we did their engagement survey their scores were went some of the highest in the the system to some of the lowest mm-hmm. and it was That's okay true. what's going on and so ha- started having conversations with the with the team members and and the the new ceo in particular and you know the the findings were what you'd expect gosh our our old ceo 
knew us all. We had such a we had such great camaraderie, and and you could see him, and he'd say hi to you, and and approach you, and ask how your family was, and say hey, you know, see you at the baseball game, and, and so she came in, and and here she's like, I'm I'm surrounded by my you know employees in in the house that I you know the house I'm in, and all my employees are around me, and that she would ignore them when she'd go outside. She wouldn't communicate with them. And oh, she, no. She's stuck in her office. And, you know, when we started talking to her about it, she's like, well, I have a hospital to run. I'm not here to make the staff happy. And I'm like, well, mm. kind of are. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, um, but just, just the drop in their engagement scores overall um, was so telling about how powerful that interaction is. Um, and it took her a while. It took her probably a couple of months of working with her consistently to get her to appreciate the impact that she had or didn't have uh, on the overall engagement of the folks in the hospital. Um, but we, we were able to um, turn her thinking around and uh, she did start to engage more with folks, but it was a, it was a big stretch for her. Um, but it, it's, uh, I think, a real powerful story of just how impactful those personal interactions are and the, the influence that leaders have when they get out and they are uh, in, in the day-to-day with folks. So, Yeah, so yeah. true. Yeah. And um, just such a shift in mindset that it takes. Yeah. 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 I mean, there really is uh, a better way. <laughs> You know, <laughs> there's a better way and, yeah. and helping leaders see that. That's, um, I mean, that's why we get into this, right. Is because we believe we can make a difference. And while it, it might be more fun to work with, um, the first person you were talking about, the first gentleman, um, the difference that you made in really working with the, the person who struggled, um, you know, that, that's, yeah, that's where I don't you can know. really earn your, earn your salary, right? <laughs> I don't know if she ever fully bought into it, but she, uh, she did give it a good try. So. Yeah. You improved those scores a little bit, huh? Yep. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So interesting. Um, yeah, we could, we could dive into that one. That's for sure. Um, but good, good work on that. That's great. Um, the what were the other questions let's see um we did talk about the difference between managing and leading um anything else that you'd want to add there about the difference between managing and leading oh there's so much we could really spend the next year talking about the differences Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but i know you had a couple other things on on your uh, topic list too so i want to make sure we can get those fit in today yeah um, we wanted to also talk about how does our tenant of everyone is a leader fit into this? Thoughts on that, how our, how thinking about, we believe that everyone is a leader. So if everyone's a leader, is everybody a manager? Mm. I would say that that's a definite, uh, everyone has the ability to be a leader, but not everyone can be a manager. I think that gets back to that old too many cooks in the kitchen uh, mm. scenario. 
because uh, while we think about leading as being the influence, helping people understand change management processes, being inspiring, um, that's not gonna get in the way necessarily of telling, uh, having three or four different people telling you the way a process is supposed to be and not having any of them be correct, right? That's <laughs> where we start to get into some definite role confusion, clarity issues, et cetera. Um, so I think uh, at the end of the day too, you still have to have someone who wears uh, uh, the top hat, if you will, uh, who can say, uh, ultimately, I want everyone's input, but the decision is, is ultimately left to one person. And yeah. uh, a real absence of that can cause some really serious problems as well. You can start to get into it. Well, I always, I always tell leaders, nature abhors a vacuum. And if you're not present um, and you, you don't have that um, ability to be the one to, to make the uncomfortable decisions or the uncomfortable stances, sometimes somebody else will seek to fill that void. Uh, and it's usually not the person you want to. <laughs> yeah. Usually not the person you want taking that role on because usually that's the person who's um, kind of trying to um, pass their own agenda. Um, and so we can start to see some real coercive behavior and some real dysfunction start to fall out at that point. But I think that's to me the biggest, the biggest distinguishing characteristics is yes, we can all lead, we can all be influential, inspirational, um, help people learn something new, transfer knowledge, et cetera. Um, but when it comes to managing um, or being the manager, we still have to have one person who, um, can, who can make those decisions and say yes or no, or we're gonna go in this direction. Um, it, it actually That's a makes great me, distinction. <laughs> sorry, so I've got one more story. It makes me think oh, no, about um, healthcare. So for a long time, hospitals were moving towards this this ideal of being a magnet hospital, meaning that um, it, they were a magnet and they would attract nurses to come in um, because the nurses. It was such a great culture that the nurses wanted to be there, and. Actually, a lot of the research found um, that it was the opposite because they had flattened the hierarchical structure in the nursing unit so much that there was no one that they could go to to say, do it this way, or let me step in for you, or let me help you through that. And it actually became a disincentive um, for a lot of the nurses because they felt that they had no one to go to. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah. Yeah. So the important the important role of the manager, um, it's sometimes I feel like um, in the in the press and even sometimes in some of our you know articles, our leadership articles, managers get get kind of a bad rap. And I think that and you were just uh, sharing about that. It's important. It's in a really really important role. Absolutely. And uh, done well, uh, it can really make a difference uh, to the organization around productivity, but also to yeah. employees. And yeah. at the same time, um, manage, management also needs to have some leadership in it. Yeah. So yeah. thinking about um, the inspiring and setting the direction and lining people and communicating and motivating um, that's also equally uh, important. And I think um, you said it well around that it's a, that that can be a formal um, role, but it also can be 
a member of a team. It can mm-hmm. be anyone who has that has influence can be a leader. So um, we can have many leaders on a team and really one manager. <laughs> manager who in the end needs to make that decision, yeah. engages people, uh, inspires people, um, but also is accountable for making sure that we do have processes that are effective in place, that we do um, meet our customers' expectations, that we do measure and manage performance, uh, both of people and of processes. So both the answer to that question, um, do we need both? Yep, we need both. We just need to know when to when to exercise that muscle. Yeah, absolutely. Agreed. And I think we've done ourselves organizationally a huge disservice over the past 40 years um, because we've flattened, again, it gets back to kind of flattening the organizational structure where we've really blurred the lines between managers and leaders. And I think it's been confusing for a lot of folks because we've not continued to distinguish the the real specific characteristics and it it flattened it to the point where it's like, I don't know if I'm a manager or a leader. I have this title, but what exactly am I supposed to be doing? Um, And it's complex. So again, we we expect people to just come infused with this knowledge already. (laughs) Um, And um, not everyone everyone has it. Not everyone knows um, that there's a difference. I, I just was working with a group the other day and and the, the gentleman has, has had a manager title most of his career, and he's probably close to mid to late career, and he just said, wow, um, I, I really had no idea there was a difference and that I needed to be acting um, in accordance based on, based on the situation or the events, so. Yeah, yep. And, um, and it, it's that piece about comfort right? Especially if you've been doing it for a long time. Um, and just also kind of your personal, um, you know, where yeah. you feel comfortable, what, what strengths do you have? Yeah. Um, you may feel more comfortable in the manager role. You may feel comfortable doing the leadership things. Um, but it's being able to, um, you know, flex and being able to maybe be a little uncomfortable and to grow, the areas that you aren't quite as um, comfortable in and experienced in. Um, I'm going to share one more quote (laughs) before we close. Um, This one I thought was so interesting. Um, So while this can be related, I think, to um, the leadership, I would like to think about it also a little expanded. So it's, you can do, you can do what I cannot do. You cannot do. Together, we can do great things. And that's by Mother Teresa. (laughs) I love, really speaks to the importance of a team. It does. Yeah. And, oh my God. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say a whole other topic of followership. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, maybe that's our next one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah, that it takes it takes a team. And so 
we both we have to do both this management and leadership that dance between the two and we also can call on others in our team to yeah. help us in some yep. of these areas as well isn't so, it refreshing to know as a leader yeah. that you don't have to be the subject matter expert in everything i mean yeah. how enlightening is that <laughs> yeah it's not all on your shoulders yeah bring the team with you yep very good so any um last comments or thoughts danielle about this topic oh again i think we could talk about this forever um but i would if um if our if you my co-host and our leaders my, our leaders our listeners might be interested is to kind of explore why we tend to be stuck in this idea of management um, and we can do that next time if uh, as an option but i think there's some really good nuggets and understanding the history around this um, to help us understand how did we get here and why are we having such a hard time moving from one to the other mm -hmm. yeah so good so good so we'll write that down as a possibility for um, an upcoming um, podcast <laughs> Sounds like a great idea. So um, thank you for a great um, podcast, Danielle, a great conversation. Um, and uh, before we close, I wanted to remind our audience to send in their questions about leadership and leading in these unprecedented times. Uh, and, and we'll try to answer them on air in an upcoming podcast. And we always, when we're teaching our leadership development classes, this topic of leading versus managing is always um, gets a, a lot of um, a lot of robust discussions. So <laughs> if you've got questions, we would love for you to send them in and you just need to send them to leadership and lattes. So that's one word and it's the and is spelled out. So leadership and lattes at gmail.com. And please also subscribe to our podcast. It's free and share with other leaders um, like yourself that you think might benefit from these discussions. Um, and thanks again, Danielle, for co-hosting with me. And I look forward to our next podcast. Me too. Talk soon. And enjoy your, your latte, whatever flavor it is. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks to our audience for listening. We'll see you next time. Take care. Mm -hmm.